What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. What if kittens break the clock and Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we've got a question from Annalise. I'm seven, and I like the puzzles, and my wonderful question is, what is the shrimp can move by themselves? That was Annalise. She's seven years old. She likes Rapunzel, and her what if question is, what if restaurants could move by themselves? Thank you. Oh, Annalise, you are in my head. You must know that I really love fairy tales. And restaurants moving by themselves, that is so creative. Since we took Thanksgiving off, I think I want to get straight to our story today. What if restaurants could move by themselves? Hi, friends. Are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we, of course, want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. <laughs> the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. 
If you ever take a trip to What If World, I suggest you visit the town of Chewville, where restaurants of all shapes and sizes, of all styles and cultures and fusions, get together to pick you up. Anytime, day or night, you can hang out in the Hungry Hall and have a whole slew of restaurants pass you by, all yelping out their yap reviews and trying to get you to eat their food. It's quite an experience, though I'm not so fond of all the yaps. However, this story takes place long before Chewville was the manja metropolis of What If World. Long before most towns had restaurants at every block. Back when one restaurant could be king or queen of their little town for decades. And the most popular restaurant at that time was Dame Goodgrill. She looked no bigger than a hut and stood or squatted on two long chicken legs. And she served up the meanest meats in town. Oh, it's wonderful having everyone love your food most of all, said Dame Goodgrill. This was before Yap reviews, so you kind of just had to take her word for it. But there was one couple eating inside her cramped little hut who had heard differently. These wings are fine, honey, but have you heard of that baby restaurant being born? You mean Rapunzidi? Oh, I'm so excited for her. Chewville's never had good Italian food. What? Dame Goodgrill heard them talking inside of her. The little restaurant balanced on one of its long chicken legs and reached in with its other big taloned foot to pluck the couple out. What's this about a baby restaurant being born? Oh, it's just Rapunzel. Shh, honey, she'll be jealous. Yeah, I mean, it's just Rapunzel. They don't serve food, you just go and hear bad rapping. We don't serve dinner unless you're a winner. But maybe not then unless you bring a hen. If you're hungry, you can clap while we make bad rap. That is awfully bad rap. But I need to see this for myself. And Dame Goodgrill shook a handful of patrons out of her hut and stomped on her long legs all the way over to where Rapunzel had been born. Or rather, built. Actually, I don't know where restaurants come from. And there she sat, a tiny golden cottage, no bigger than a shed. And out of her back window stretched long, pale tubes of ziti that wove in tight little curves through the meadow behind her. Cried Dame Goodgrill, and the little cottage looked up at her with streakless window eyes. Why, you're not a rapping restaurant at all. You're a real restaurant. You're going to steal my business. And then I will wither away. And in a flash of jealousy, Dame Goodgrill balanced on one of its giant chicken feet again and used the other leg to scoop up the little cottage. Then the chicken-legged hut hopped awkwardly, Rapunzel in hand, all the way to the highest tower in Chewville. It took Goodgrill many hours, using just chicken legs and long, tender trails of pasta. But she managed to stick that little cottage on top of that tall tower where no one could reach it. Except Dame Goodgrill, but only when she stood on the tippy toes of her long chicken legs. Many years went by, and Rapunzel grew into a fine cottage restaurant. But no one ever knew about her. 
However, Dame Goodgrill did suddenly add pasta to its menu. And through the years, despite all Dame Goodgrill's efforts, a few new restaurants did open up. One of them was called Prince Pepperoni, and he yelped out his own yap review to a pair of passers-by. Hey, don't you two love red brick bistros, huh? What about pepperoni? I'm practically made of it. Get in here. Well, we have always wanted Italian food. Ever since that wrapping restaurant went missing. Didn't we make the wrapping part up, honey? That's right. It was just a baby Italian restaurant. Ah, you don't mean Princess Pepperoncini, do you? Who wants mildly spicy vegetables on a pizza, right? No, it wasn't that. I think it was meant to be a pasta place, sort of. But isn't Dame Goodgrill the only pasta in town? Asked Prince Pepperoni. Some say they locked Rapunzidi away in a tall tower. I gotta find her. And the heavy little red brick bistro strapped on six sets of double-wide pepperoni wheels and took off toward the oldest tower in town. Dame Goodgrill was standing at the end of the meadow on her tippy talon toes, just high enough to reach Rapunzidi's pasta. Rapunziti, Rapunziti, come out to meet me. I really should have developed a better rhyme. Too bad you're not a rapping restaurant, Mom, said Rapunziti, pushing herself around with her long ziti tubes of hair to face the woman she thought was her mother. A rapping restaurant? Where have you ever heard of such a thing? Oh, Mommy, don't put on your evil witch voice. I'm a grown-up restaurant now. I have ideas of my own. As long as those ideas aren't about leaving your tower. But Mother Goodgrill, it's my birthday. Which is why I bought you this book I wrote. 101 Fun Trapped in Tower Activities. Mommy, this is all chicken scratch. Well, it's more legible than ZT scratch. And you'll notice none of those activities involve asking to leave your tower. But why? Hmm, let's see if asking why is one of the fun activities in this book. Flip, flip, flip. Nope. And still balancing on one of her taloned feet, Mother Goodgrill pushed the little book into the cottage. Then the chicken-legged hut snatched a long stretch of pasta and plucked it right off of Rapunzidi. Ow! I'm sorry, my daughter, but there are many dangerous restaurants in the world, and I'm just trying to keep you safe. I sell your pasta hair on special, but if someone were to discover a whole restaurant full, well, I just don't know what would happen to you. I know, Mother. And Rapunzidi turned herself around, leaving Good Grill to squat down and stalk away. I'll never get to leave this place, cried Rapunziti as her mother stalked out of sight. Rapunziti, Rapunziti, come out to meet me. It was Prince Pepperoni. The curtain snapped away from Rapunziti's window eyes. Who are you? What are you doing here? Are you a bad restaurant? Oh, ouch. The way I see it, your mom's the only bad restaurant in town, keeping you locked up like this. It's no gouda. What's the matter? Never heard a joke before. Certainly not today, said Rapunziti with a wink. Ooh, you got fire. Ha! Probably how you cooked that pasta. 
Okay, go ahead and let down that ZD and I'll uh, climb on up there. We'll bing bam boom, get y'all rescued up. Excuse me? Yeah, let down that ZD here. How else am I supposed to get up there? So I'm supposed to support your entire weight with my hair. Ouchay! I may have put on a few bricks, but uh, I think if I'm gonna save you, the least you can do is give me a climb. Who says I need you to save me? That's it, I'm out of here. And Prince Pepperoni turned around on his six double-wide pepperoni wheels and sped off back to the center of Chewville. Light jazz music carried through the night air as Prince Pepperoni came to rest in his usual spot, a short line of customers waiting for him to open. Hey there, Prince. I thought you were gonna be late. Eh, hey, keep dreaming, Duke Beef Wellington. My pizza lovers ain't gonna get anywhere near your jazz. They will when they learn it's paired with a nice, heavy, doughy, pate-covered cut of the finest beef in town. No. Oh, I'll pass. And Prince Pepperoni fired up his brick oven and flung open his doors. Oh man. Hey, listen. Jazz and Beef Wellington is almost a perfect combination. Everybody knows it. That's true, that's very true. But maybe you're just missing that special pasta dish. Ever think of that? Dame Good Grill's the only pasta in town. Everybody knows that. Well, then I got a story for you. Rapunzel stared longingly at the center of town, where the distant sounds of laughter and dining and jazz drifted towards her. <sighs> Only the jazz part seemed to be getting louder. And three purple bull statues drag the matching purple-painted nightclub behind them. It was Duke Beef Wellington come to rescue Rapunzel. Hi there, I like your music. Everybody loves jazz, except everybody who doesn't. <laughs> I've often heard you play from far away. Who are you? Name's Duke Beef Wellington, and I know all about you. Rapunzidi, Rapunzidi, come out to meet me. Ew, I'm already here, why did you have to say that? I don't know, it's like magic word or something. Then you let down your hair and... Did Prince Pepperoni put you up to this? He just said you, you had nice pasta. And that's all you care about? Pasta? No, I just I came here to help you. Okay, and how are you gonna help now? Well, I was thinking you could let down your ziti hair and- What, and those three bull statues attached to you are gonna climb up it? No, nothing like that. I have half a brain. My three strong bulls will take that pasta and give it a mighty pull until you come right down off of that tower. Wow. And then what happens? Um, uh, I, I don't know. Then we open a little pasta Wellington place and, uh... I'm not gonna run off with you just because you do one decent thing for me. Oh, you're right. <laughs> You'll be free to go your own way if you prefer. I think I'll probably go about a hundred different ways. When your bulls pull me down and I smash into a hundred pieces. I what um, uh, but uh, I was smart. Wow, maybe my mom was right. Parents are right every now and then. I'm sorry I couldn't help, princess. I really am. Please don't call me princess. Oh, 
Oh, no, I, I'm sorry, too. You, you came here to help, and I do appreciate it. I just don't think you've thought this through. Well, uh, think thinking's like jazz. Kinda keeps going, and you never know where it's gonna end up. scooby did that do I didn't know what to do. I'm gonna go boo-hoo all the way back to Juville, yeah. I think he meant that bad thinking is kind of like bad jazz. Isn't there anyone with a half-decent idea around? Rapunzity, come round to meet me! I shouldn't have asked. And Rapunzity turned around to see a miniature wooden castle, no bigger than most restaurants, propped up on four dancing croissant booties. I am King Croissant. Now let the news Sorry, King Croissant. Uh, Croissant. I'm, I'm sorry, King Croissant. Ah, uh, uh, uh. King Croissant. King Croissant. Uh, King Croissant. King Croissant. Hum, 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 hum. King Croissant. King Croissant. Very good. Now let the news what, so you can hurt me climbing up, or hurt me pulling me down? King Croissant is a gentleman. I will climb up, but then I will pull us both down. See? No, that's like the worst part of the last two plans put together. You think so little of me, mademoiselle? But no, I will make sure only one of us gets crushed in the fall. Um, which one? We will not be sure until we hit the ground, no? What? I will hope that it is me, however. That is a... I don't want you to get crushed either. But you are a damsel in distress. I must come to your rescue. No, no, you mustn't. Just... please go. Only, could you leave those giant cute croissant booties? Monsieur, Mademoiselle! A king would never give up his shoes unless... His new shoes had just finished baking. Okay, here you go. And King Croissant left his four giant fluffy booties at the base of her tower, before pulling out four warm, freshly baked ones and walking off on them. It was morning now, as the little castle waddled out of the meadow. All right, my ziti may not have been able to lift a bistro, or a bunch of bulls, or a castle, but maybe it can hold me for a minute. <coughs> She heard Mother Goodgrill squawk in the distance. Oh no, she's gonna come to get today's pasta soon. And Rapunzidi lashed out with every long tube of ziti she'd ever saved, wrapping them around herself and the tower. Then she slowly, strainedly, creakingly started shimmying her way down the old tower. She could hear the distance stomping and crashing of Mother Goodgrill walking through the woods. Oh, she'll make it to the clearing any minute. Rapunzel shimmied faster. Older, staler bits of pasta cracked against the stone tower as she climbed down, and her grip loosened, and she slid down. Ah! She whipped up some tiny, doughy strands of ziti in an instant and flung them out of her kitchen. They slowed her down just enough to see Mother Goodgrill enter the meadow. Rapunziti, Rapunziti, you can't defeat me! That's not a great rhyme, Mom. And her long chicken legs stretched in the little old hut, sprinted toward the tower. 
Well, it's now or never. And Rapunzidi loosened her strands of pasta just enough that she started a slow slide down the tower. Snap, crack, crunch. The friction of the stone was breaking her pasta strands one by one. And suddenly that slow slide was a fast crash, but... (laughs) She was already landing atop four giant fluffy croissants. Other than her broken hair, she was fine. I'm okay. I'm okay. Not for long. And Mother Goodgrill leaned over her daughter. I'm not afraid of you, and you can't stick me back up there. (sighs) All right. Then you can stay here and just keep giving me your pasta every... No, the Goodgrill won't be serving pasta anymore. But I will. No. Did one of those other restaurants put you up to this? Don't think I didn't see those croissants. Mom, it's pronounced croissant. And no, they all wanted to help me for the wrong reasons. But you just wanted to help yourself. But I kept you safe. I made you books. And you taught me everything I know. But you can't stop me from growing up. And you can't stop yourself from getting older. It's time we both lived our lives, Good Grill. Mother, Good Grill? Maybe when you start acting like one. Fine, go run to your other restaurants. I think I need to be my own restaurant for a while. Besides, I didn't need any of them to escape. What about me? It was the stone tower she'd slid down. You're a restaurant? I used to be. And you couldn't have gotten down if I hadn't stood strong. And I also could have not been trapped if you hadn't stood at all. See ya! And Rapunzel stretched out her short strands of pasta to march herself, spider-like, out of the meadow. Hey, good grill. What do you want? If your menu needs a new special, I make a mean stone soup. Oh, good gravy. The... And <laughs> All right, Annalise, I hope you liked your wacky fairy tale. Folks at home, it's the holiday season, and we want to give you the gift of the best stories we can make. So please rate and review us on iTunes. Let us know what you think. And we'll be doing a big mailing this month to all of our Patreon members. So if you want the gift of exclusive stories and rewards, go to patreon.com slash whatifworld. I'd like to thank Karen Marshall O'Keefe, my editor and producer, Craig Martinson for our perfect theme song, Jason O'Keefe for our artwork, and all you kids at home who try to solve your problems the right way, which isn't always the same as the easy way. Until we meet again, keep wondering. Keep wondering.